This message is a product of Vortex Church in Albemarle, North Carolina. We thank you for engaging this conversation. Messages like this one are great resources to help us grow, but they cannot replace being a part of a local church. If you're not actively a part of a church, we encourage you to find one near you that fits you, visit it, and get involved. And we hope this message gives life to you today. Enjoy. Well, good morning and Happy New Year. My name is John. I'm the campus pastor here at our downtown location, and I get the honor to be able to speak to you guys today as we step into a new year. But before I do that, I just want to take a moment and honor our pastor, my pastor, as Pastor Kevin. Through this past season, it has been challenging. It has been tough. But I will tell you that as a lead pastor in a church through this season of trying to figure out how to go from church in person to online to back in person and everything that we went through, I'm so thankful that we have a pastor that leads us well, that seeks God to find out where we're supposed to go, the steps we're supposed to take, and I'm thankful that, that he's given me the chance to be able to be here today, to be able to speak with you guys as we step into this new season. And with that, at the beginning of the year, we always do a vision series, and in 2020, Pastor Kevin shared with us that our vision for that year was relentless. And we had something that we thought was planned out of what that was going to look like, but God had something totally different. But I'm thankful that Relentless was our vision for this year because it was a year that we needed to be relentless to be able to get through that. And today, I just want to kind of look back on 2020. And if we get through the season and the trials that we went through and we didn't learn anything from it, then I think we kind of missed what God had for us. So I want us to look back and to see the things that God has taught us from 2020. And the first thing is that anything can happen. And I think we saw that pretty early in the season, that anything can happen. And it started out with our Relentless series. It started out with us pursuing God and moving the direction that we thought that he was leading us in. And then March hit. And we had a pandemic, something that none of us in our lifetime has ever been through. Lord willing, none of us will ever have to go through something like that again. But when we, we went through that, we there's times that we just didn't know what to do, and it was tough. And one of the first things that led out of that was school closings. And for those of you that, that are parents, and there's kids downstairs that, that are still going through the middle of this, it wasn't easy on our kids. It wasn't easy on us as parents. And as a spouse to a teacher, I can promise you that it wasn't easy on the teachers as well, trying to figure out how to, to educate the kids, but also keep them emotionally connected. And it was tough during that season when the school shut down, and we've still seen a little bit of that, and we're stepping back into another season of two more weeks of the schools being shut down. And then job loss. Some of you may still be experiencing that right now. You may have worked hard and invested a lot into a promotion or into a new business, and that just this season has gone away. You maybe had to close the doors or maybe had to take a pay cut or maybe lost some wages, and that season was tough. And then one that really impacted me personally was we went from church in person to church online overnight. And that was a struggle that, that we had of how do we do this the right way? How do we make sure that, that we're still getting the message out, that we're still giving hope during that? And Pastor Kevin even compared it to the launch of Vortex back in 2012 of the anxiety and the stress of that first Sunday morning when we hit play on Facebook, and is the internet going to work, and is the live stream going to work, and is anybody going to show up, 
And you guys were so faithful through that. And as we were sitting there watching, and the numbers just kept going up and kept going up of the views and the people that are watching, it just it made us smile to know that, that even through this, that you guys are faithful and that you were there and you were still watching online. And then as we went into the summer, something that swept across our nation was racial injustice. And our hearts were heavy and they were broken because there was people that were losing their lives strictly because of the color of their skin and who they were. And we just, we mourned as a country as that was going on. And then we hit the fall, and the building that we're in right now, we launched the campus, guys, in the middle of a pandemic. That wasn't easy, but God was faithful, and he promised, and we knew that's what that he was giving us. And it may not have looked the same, but it was exactly what we needed when we needed it to be able to get back and to be able to meet in person. And then there was this little thing that maybe happened a, a couple months ago called an election. I don't know if you guys remember that at all. There was no tension at all in the middle of that. It went smooth. It was great. No, we're actually still in the middle of what's going on with that. And then around Christmas, something I haven't had to deal with in a couple decades, it's called a curfew. I, I really wasn't that good at it when I was in high school. I'm probably not that good at it now, but I feel like I need to be a little more responsible because I'm an adult. So... I mean, there's just a lot that has happened in 2020, and we had a plan. We had a plan as a church. We had plans individually, plans for our businesses, but sometimes our plan doesn't go the way we think it is or the way we think that it's supposed to go because we have a plan, but it doesn't always match what God's plan is, and I'm so glad that there are times that my plan doesn't match God's because sometimes my plans are selfish. Sometimes my plans are something that, if it actually went through, would not be beneficial for what God has for my life. And there are times that my dreams are just way too small. I'm looking forward and I'm thinking, well, I'd like to do that, but I don't know if I can. I don't have the skill set to be able to do that, or I don't have the resources to be able to do that. But when God puts that on our heart and he gives us a plan, he's going to be faithful and he's going to help us through that, and he's going to pick us up in the areas that were weakened in the areas that we dreamed too small. And we saw that through 2020 that God's timing is perfect. Like I said, even with the launch of this campus, it wasn't when we thought it was going to be, it wasn't how we thought it was going to be, but it was at the right time to be able to get back and to be able to meet in person. And as we step into 2021, as we look at plans that we have for this year, the first thing that we need to do is we need to be able to pray and seek God and say, what is your plan for my life? What is your plan for my family's life? What is your plan for my business? And then we need to be faithful through that process. Because if I would have known every step of what 2020 would have looked like, and God showed me that roadmap, I'd have been like, nope, I'm not going to take it. I don't want to go that way. But God is faithful to show us one step at a time to lead us, because he knows if we know every step that we're going to try and go around it, we're going to try and not go in that direction, but we need to be faithful and trust God through the middle of that process. And as we've gone through 2020, I don't know about you guys, but I may have failed a couple times during this season. And through those failures, God has shown me what my weaknesses are. And I'm not the kind of person that likes to be vulnerable. I'm not the kind of person that likes to share my weaknesses. But that's something that I've learned through this is that I do have weaknesses, and I do have areas that I need God to be able to help me through that. And in the life of Paul, in 
2 Corinthians, there's a scripture that as he's leading his church in Corinth and he's writing them a letter, and Paul, through his suffering, which was way worse than anything we've ever gone through, was able to share hope and share something that God had laid on his heart. In 2 Corinthians 12, 9, it says, But he said to me, which is God speaking to Paul, he said, For my grace is sufficient for you. My power is made perfect in your weakness. Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly about my weaknesses so that Christ's power may rest in me. He says that he was boasting about his weaknesses. That, that ain't me. I don't want to do that. But through boasting in his weaknesses, he was able to teach a lesson to the church in Corinth. And as I, I walked through 2020, and as I, I saw my weaknesses, I, I needed to, to look to God to be able to find my strength in those. And, and that's something that, that I learned in 2020, that is when I'm weak, I, I don't need to fold. I, I don't need to stop what I'm doing, but I need to trust God more. I need to trust him to help me in those areas because he is way stronger than I am. In the areas that I'm weak, he is there and that he can be strong for me. So not only did I feel like I got through those, but I felt like I was able to succeed in some of the areas that I was weak in. And I want you guys to get this today. Where we're weak and then we allow God to step in. There was areas where my friends would ask me the question, well, how did you do that? Because they knew that on my own, I, I, I wasn't able. They knew I didn't have the skill set. They knew I, I didn't have the determination to be able to get through that. But that gave me a chance to point people to Jesus. In the areas that we're weak, that allows us to share with other people. Because they know that we're weak in that area. And they know that there is no way we could do that on our own. But when we succeed in those areas that we're weak, we're able to point people to Jesus, and that allows us to give him all the glory. So we, we see in 2020 that it showed us that anything can happen, but we also saw that we are stronger together. I'm wearing one of our volunteer shirts today that says stronger together on it. This is something that as a church we have believed in for a long time, something that we try to instill into our volunteers, that we are stronger together. Because in a year full of isolation and distancing, we're so reminded that we need people. We need people around us. God designed us to have relationships. God did not design us to be alone. Because if we're battling a depression or we're, we're battling an addiction or we're going through something in our life, we need people to be around us to help us through that. And we see that in Galatians 6.2. It says to carry each other's burdens, and in this way you will fulfill the law of Christ. We need each other because we need people to lean on. And we have other people in our lives that depend on us, that they can lean on us in times that they are struggling. And as I went through 2020, there was moments in my life that I just I wanted to quit. There was actually more times than I really want to think about that I wanted to quit in 2020. But there's a few different groups of people in my life that were there that were able to sustain me and to help me through that. And one of those was my family. My, my parents, I don't know how many times, they're in Pennsylvania. I don't get to see them but a few times a year. But we talk on the phone almost weekly. And I was able to have conversation with them. And they're a lot older than me and a lot wiser than I am. 
and I'm able to, to seek them for advice. And my in-laws who are in Seven Lakes, I, I spent a lot of time with them and asking them questions and even at home with my wife and my kids. And believe me, guys, if you have kids, your kids have a lot of wisdom and a lot that we can gain just by sitting down and listening to our kids and gaining perspective of what they see, and especially in the middle of this. It, it was so helpful to have my family around me in the middle of this season. And we, we see that even in Genesis at the very beginning. When God created Adam, and he said that, that it is good, but then he also followed up by saying that it is not good for man to be alone. And he created Eve, and they had a family. So we see even early on that it is important to have family around us. And another area in my life that helped me through this season was my friends. And Pastor Kevin is one of my friends. Even though he's my pastor, I, I consider him one of my friends. And we had a lot of tough conversations through this season. And I've got some other men in my life that are some spiritual leaders that I can call and I can sit down and have a cup of coffee with and just hash out some tough things to try to figure out how to get through that. And as we look at the life of Jesus, he had his 12 disciples by his side all the time, especially in the toughest moments. They were there with him praying. They were by his side while he was teaching and even just sit down and have a meal with them. And if, if Jesus needed friends, we desperately need friends to have people close to us. And then my coworkers through this season, my, the staff that we have here at the church, and I've got a part-time job, and they, they could see sometimes the tension and the frustration, and, and they were there so faithfully to help pick me up and encourage me and, and just let me know that it's going to be okay and remind me that we're going to get through this together. And our community that we have around us, guys, you are here in this community for a reason. It is not by accident. It is not by a fault. I mean, I was born in Pennsylvania, didn't even know Albemarle existed, and God brought me here, and I truly believe that I am here, and that each one of us is here to reach the people in this community, because there's people outside these walls that are hurting and are lost right now, and they need hope, and that's something that we can do to encourage them and help them, the people you work with every day. You can show by example the love of Jesus, so the community that we're in is valuable. And as we continue to talk about the relationships in Hebrews 10, 24, 25, it says, and let us consider how we may spur one another on towards love and good deeds. Not giving up meeting together. I'll say that again, not giving up meeting together, as some are in the habit of doing, but encouraging one another all the more as you see the day approaching. And, and it encourages me to see so many people in the seats today that you guys understand that meeting together is so important. To be here, to be around other believers and to worship together and to hear the word and to have conversation, it is so important. But also while we're here, we also grow in our relationship with Jesus. So we need friends and we need family, we need coworkers, but we desperately need Jesus. The rest of them aren't going to work if we don't have Jesus, because the most important relationship that we should have is with Jesus, because he makes us better, and he makes our other relationships better. We need Jesus at the center of our lives if the rest of it's going to work. 
Because we are not designed to be alone. We need each other, and we need Jesus. Jesus is the most important relationship that you can have. Because with Jesus by your side, everything is better. I promise you that everything is going to be better with Jesus by your side. But he doesn't say that with Jesus by your side, you're never going to experience heartache. You're never going to experience pain. You're never going to experience loss. Those are still going to happen. But we can have the comfort in knowing that we serve a God that loves us and is going to be there and is going to encourage us and to help us get through that. Because when we're in our deepest valley and we hit rock bottom, we can know that Jesus is there, that he's going to lift us back up, get us back on our feet, dust us off, and help us keep going. But sometimes we forget the other side of that. We need to remember to celebrate with Jesus as well. Because all those times that we pray, we're praying for that new baby. We're praying for that new job. We're praying for that relationship to be mended. And it happens. Do we take the time to go back and celebrate that with Jesus? Or do we only ask for it and then forget about it when we get to that point? Because Jesus wants to be there to celebrate in our victories as well. Not just be there through our sorrows, but he wants to be there to help us and celebrate in the good times. And I've had had some dark moments in my life. Some of the darkest ones have come in 2020. It's been, it's been a tough year. But there's no way I could have made it through. Like I said, I wanted to quit so many times, but my family, my friends, and my coworkers were there, and they supported me, and I'm so thankful for that. But without Jesus, it wouldn't have happened. We, we need to have him there because he's not only going to just help us get through it, but he's going to make us stronger. So in 2020, we saw that anything can happen. We know that we are stronger together. But I want to remind you guys today that Jesus is still in control. Jesus was in control before, as Maddie said at the beginning, years ago, this year, next year, and Lord willing, as long as we're alive, that Jesus is still in control and he is still going to help us get through the tough times because this past season has felt a lot like it was out of control. There was times that we weren't sure what was going to happen. We had no clue what was going to happen because we've never walked through a season like this. And it may have seemed like it was out of control, but God was there. God was in control. This didn't catch him off guard. And he knew exactly what that next step was. We just needed to be faithful to step forward in that. Because 2020, it, it has felt like an entire decade. It just felt like it was so long. But yet it literally felt like March 17th was yesterday. I mean, it just, it, it went by in a blur, but it felt like forever. I don't know if I'm, I'm the only one that, that feels that way, but it's just been a crazy year. But throughout life, there has been seasons that have been tough for people. And if we look back in the Old Testament, when Moses was trying to lead the Israelites out of Egypt, and they, they went through a season of 10 plagues. 2020 was not fun, but I would not have wanted to be in the middle of those 10 plagues that the Egyptians walked through. And even just over 100 years ago, the Spanish flu and the amount of lives that were lost in that, but the lessons that they learned as they went through it. And this past season of 
COVID-19 and the pandemic and everything that that brought, if we don't look at that, and even though it was tough, but we don't learn something from it, then I feel like we're missing something that God has for us. Because he has brought us through that for a reason. He has brought us through that to teach us something. But there was a season that was way tougher than any season that we've ever gone through. And that was the season when Jesus gave up his life on the cross for us. And as I was preparing for this message, that was just something that, that God laid on my heart. And I, I thought about how I went through this season. And then I thought about that season that Jesus went through. And as he was beaten, as he was mocked, and as he was hung on the cross, for his family to be in the crowd, what Mary and Joseph were feeling, his friends, his disciples that had walked by his side, what were they feeling? And the community that was crowded around at his feet. But then as a father, I thought about his heavenly father. What God was thinking as he was watching his only son give up his life for a crime he never committed. Because he loved you, because he loved me. Jesus is still in control, guys. This season has not caught us off guard. It, it has not caught God off guard. It's caught us off guard, but it has not caught God off guard. But Jesus went through that to make these moments possible for us to be able to walk through these seasons to know that we have somebody by our side all the time to help guide us every step of the way. And as I I was thinking about the dark moments that I've gone through. I was reminded of Psalm 23:4, And it says that even though I walk through the darkest valley, I will fear no evil. For you are with me, your rod and your staff, they comfort me. Through this season, we've got a God that was there to guide us and to comfort us. And no matter what 2020 threw at us, and no matter what 2021 is going to bring, when Jesus wins, we all win. When Jesus wins, we all win. Because we need to be reminded, he's already won the victory. He won that victory when he gave up his life on that cross and was raised from the dead. So we don't have to worry about whether or not we're going to win the victory. That victory is there. It's already been paid. We've already won. We've just got to be reminded to keep Jesus at the center. We need to be reminded that he's in control. When we feel out of control, he's there and he is in control. Because 2020, guys, hasn't been easy. Like I mentioned at the beginning, there may be some of you right here in the room today that are still in the middle of figuring out how to do finances. Because that promotion you worked your butt off to get and that pay raise you got is gone. Wages have been lost. That business you sacrificed everything for, you may have had to close the doors. 
the income to sit down at the table and figure out how I'm going to pay these bills. That's a reality. It's there. When school shut down, we became homeschool parents overnight. That hasn't been easy, guys. The, the tensions of trying to navigate to make sure our kids are on their Google Meets, to make sure we're still able to do our jobs, and emotionally to make sure that our kids are still being fed emotionally. I know my, my kids, I've got uh, an elementary and a middle school, and the toll that it's taken on them emotionally through this season has been hard to watch. And as parents, it's tough, guys. But we serve a God that's bigger than we are. We serve a God that's in control. You may have some damaged relationships that this season has brought. You may have a marriage that may be on the rocks. And through this season, you may have experienced the death of a loved one. And in this season, it's probably one of the hardest it's been to lose somebody close to you. Because you can't be there with them. You can't be there to hold their hand can't be there to pray with them and to encourage them. This season's been tough, but we serve a God that's bigger. We serve a God that loves us unconditionally, that wants to be there to help us in those dark moments. And a few weeks ago, something that Pastor Kevin shared in the message, it just, I was sitting there listening, it just hit me like a ton of bricks. And anybody who knows me knows that I might be just a little bit competitive. I, I like to win, guys. But what Pastor Kevin said in that message was that sometimes God brings us through a situation not to win, but to learn. And I truly believe that's what 2020 has been for us. This is not a season where there's a prize at the end. But I believe that there's a lesson that needs to be learned. And I think there's things that God was teaching us in this season that is going to help us continue on. So I want to ask you guys today, what is God trying to help you learn through this season? What is God teaching you? Not something that God has given you a victory in, but something that God is giving you that will help you through the next stage of your life. Because as 2020 ends and 2021 begins, we need to be reminded that God is still in control. He always has been. He always will be. That will never change. Like KT said, that our flesh is weak, guys. There's going to be moments we, we may hit a deer and we may be frustrated. But that's just a small moment because we serve a God that's so much bigger than that. And there's no guarantee that 2021 is going to be any better. This is probably one of the first years that we actually hit New Year's and it wasn't looking forward to the next year to, to see what's going to happen. It was just like, hey, I'm just glad that that year's done. I mean, that's, that's how I felt this year. But I don't think that's the right mindset to have. Because as long as we keep Jesus at the center, by the grace of God, he helped us get through 2020. He's going to help us through 2021 and every year after that. And throughout this past year, Pastor Kevin, at the end of his messages, and especially on our online messages, reminded us that God's got this and that God's got you. And that didn't stop at midnight on December 31st. That is something that we need to carry with us every morning when we wake up. Every challenge that we have, every trial that we face, that God's got it and that God's got you. So don't be afraid to step into 2021. 
I encourage you to step into it with boldness. Step into it believing that God is going to do something absolutely amazing. And through our Thrill of Hope series in December, the the theme that we had throughout that was that hope is an attitude of expectation, a faith-filled optimism fueled by a profound trust in God over the future of our lives. It's a faith-filled optimism to be looking forward. And there's two things that we can do as we step into 2021. That we can wish that it's going to be a a better year. We can be like, okay, I'm going to sit back. This year's going to be better. Expecting things to change. Or we can step into it with a hope, a faith-filled optimism, being willing to make the necessary changes that God has laid on your heart, to step into it with boldness, and to know that God is going to take care of it. Not just sitting back waiting for it to change, but to actually be there actively moving forward, learning, growing, and changing with it and allowing God to take over. Because next week we're going to start our vision series. And I believe that this is something that is going to help us so much through 2021. And it's called Better. Next week, the first one, Pastor Kevin is sharing on how to have a better year. I don't know about you guys, but I'm going to be here in the front row with a piece of paper and a pen, taking all the notes I can take to see what God has laid on his heart to help us have a better year in 2021. Because we need to be able to look to God to see what we need to do to be able to get better. Because if you want to get better in those relationships right now that are broken, if you want to get better at your job, if you want to get better as a spouse or a parent, the only way that you can do that is to have a better relationship with Jesus. The relationship that we have with Jesus is there to sustain us and to help us and to guide us through every other relationship that we have. Can we take a moment and pray? Lord, I thank you for this moment that we have right now. That we can be here together to seek you to see what we need to do as we step forward into 2021. Do we want those plans to be our plans? Or do we want to dream so much bigger than us and dream God-sized dreams and step into it with faith and trust you through that process every step of the way? And I pray for those right here in the room today as you're working on their heart that they will seek you, that they will pray, and they will find the vision that you have laid on their heart to be able to not just make it through, but to learn and to grow and to get better at what we do and get better at our relationships. Now, if everybody would just keep your head bowed and your eyes closed, I want to just ask you today, as, as you've come out of 2020, are you, you stepping into this new year frustrated? Maybe stepping into it angry, sad, confused. Maybe even questioning God, why, why did something happen in this past season? I want to encourage you today 
is just lay that at the feet of Jesus. And say that I know that you're in control. I know I may not understand. But I want to be faithful. And I want to honor you. And I want to allow you to help carry me through this season. So if that's you today, if you would, just go ahead and raise your hand. Say that I want to leave this at the foot of Jesus. And I want to step into 2021 fully trusting God through this season. If you would, just go ahead and raise your hand. I see those hands. You can go ahead and put them down. And I want to ask you another question. Right now in this moment, do you want to make Jesus the center of your life? The center of your marriage? The center of your finances? The center of your relationships? If you haven't ever done that, or maybe through this season you have walked away from God, right now the Holy Spirit is speaking to you. Don't miss this opportunity because as we step into 2021, it's going to be so much better and so much easier with Jesus by our side. So if that's you today and you're saying that I want Jesus to be the center of my life right now, you want him to be the center. You want him to guide the relationships in your life. Guide each step that you take. If you would, just go ahead and raise your hand right now. Say, that's me. I want to put Jesus at the center of my life. I need him today. I need him to get through this next season of my life. Thanks for listening. This podcast has been a production of Vortex Church in Albemarle, North Carolina. For more information on our church, we encourage you to visit us online at vortexchurch.com.